This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Join Saints Happy Hour Fan Club today. We'll mail you the best swag. You'll get exclusive access to our daily Saints podcast and you can talk football 24-7 with other Saints fans in our Discord channel. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome into the Saints Happy Hour podcast. We're going to recap the Saints big scrimmage today. We got a whole bunch of sound for you that's just amazing. But I want to start off the podcast with this. Me and Andrew decided that we want to help the people in Lafayette that got devastated by Hurricane Laura. So, Lake Charles. And Lake, by Lake Charles, Cameron, everybody there. Like, we're from Louisiana, and we wanted to help. So what we're, what we're going to do, every sign up for you guys in August, we are going to donate $2 from every patron sign up to Hurricane Relief. And $2, let me tell you something, that $2, that's the profit we make. So we're not making anything, and, but we don't care. So sign up in August. You get your booze bundle. You get you get a T-shirt. You can sign up at the seven dollar level. It doesn't matter what level you sign up at. We're gonna donate two dollars from every sign up to Hurricane Relief, and I'm gonna match it. So every patron sign up two dollars, and I'm gonna match it. Right now we're at fifteen. We're at thirteen sign up, so that's twenty six dollars. I'm gonna match. Well, wait, it. you're you're matching it. I'm matching it. So well, I like, gotta match gonna, it too, then. Yeah. So like, so we're gonna do it. It's 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 not gonna be a big thing because we're not a huge podcast, but we want to do our part. So sign up, become a patron, and you get to donate to. Well, don't well, you, you're helping out the hurricane victims uh, from Hurricane Laura, and you get the best Saints podcast on earth. Number number two in Malta today, Andrew. Saints had a what's big. It, what's scrim- it gonna take for us to be number one in Malta? I don't know. It. It's probably going to take, like, just people caring about us and listening multiple times on the island of Malta. I think there's, like, three people there, and one of them is a diehard Saints fan, and he just needs to listen to us over and over and over again so we can be number one in Malta. We've never been number one. We've been number two. We've never been number one. We're number two right now, right? We're not. We're number. Two. Yeah, we are number two. So just so guy, so close. I just 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 give it. Just give us this, man. We just need to. I want to be number one somewhere, because I never win awards. Um, <laughs> so the Saints had a scrimmage today, and they had some interesting. They had Taysom Hill did post game sound, post practice sound. CD Deuce did a post game sound. Um, you know, and Peyton talked about some interesting things. Uh, I want to start with Peyton. He um, talked about where the backup quarterbacks are uh, two weeks out from 
uh, the season? Well, they're never where you want them to be. You know, you always, as a coach, want more and more. I think they're, they're two different type players, and yet uh, I really like the room. Obviously, Taysom gives us a, a different type of threat at that position, and I think Jameis has come in and picked things up very quickly, and, you know, he's had a few. This last week for him has been really positive, so um, I'm encouraged with, uh, with, with their work. Uh, I think it's a good room overall, and uh, I feel like we've got some versatility at that position. So, I mean, it's sort of generic, but he did mention, Andrew, Jameis has, has made strides, apparently, in the last week, which is a, which is a good sign. Uh, Jameis, that, that Jameis Winston is the Saints' backup quarterback is never not going to be weird to me. It's just, it's just incredible that he's... It's funny you should say that because I, I, uh, I'm in a fantasy league that's been going for 21 years now. It's my uh, college friends, my fraternity um, fantasy football league and we've been this is the 21st year we're doing it and you know there's a few guys that just stay in the league not because they care about football anymore but just because you know it's a tradition it's what we do every year and i had one guy that doesn't pay attention to football at all and he goes Jameis winston is on the saints now (laughs) that was kind of a funny reaction but he was shocked shocked to see that so yeah it's kind of exactly what you said but uh it is surprising uh it is encouraging to hear that he's doing better I, I kind of accept I kind of expected it to be a little bit of an up and down camp for Jameis I wouldn't be surprised to see between now and the Tampa game to see a couple bad practices a couple good ones yeah uh, it, it's just gonna take time yeah but he he definitely like you know Sean Payton you can tell when he talks about Jameis that he's intrigued with him um Sean Payton also talked about um Taysom and how they prepare him and his other roles, you know, since what, what they've got to do to get him ready for week one. Well, look, he's playing those other roles in the kicking game right now. And, uh, you know, when he, when he goes in and plays some of the F-force, you know, we kind of evolve into what we want to do each week by game plan. Um, he's very smart and he understands the overall scheme. So we'll slowly have a, an install plan relative to how we see him fitting in when he's not a quarterback, but he's, He's playing in the, the kicking game units just like he always has. And, uh, you know, he provides a lot of versatility. You know, I just want to pat myself on the back because people were like, they signed him to their, their new deal. He's going to be a quarterback. They're going to phase him out of that stuff. And I said, I will believe they f- they're going to phase him out of special teams and other things when I see it because he's just too damn good in the special teams to not play him there. And I know he wants to yeah, be a quarterback and all that. I don't know if that. he'll be a core guy anymore. I mean, I could still see him being the up back on the punt team uh, just because he gives you a fake punt ability there that is just too good to ignore, right? And if if you're only going to pick select plays yeah. where he comes in to be the up back, then it's pretty obvious that those are going to be the fake punts plays when he comes in. So I could see him keeping that role. I Kickoff coverage. I mean, no. you get enough touchbacks there. I, I wonder if he'll keep that. Um, you know, I know that he's been uh, on the blocking team sometimes on kick returns, but I, I wonder if see. they'll cut that too. Punt block team. Like he, I, I know he's got the ability there, but maybe, maybe they'll they won't put him in every time. You know, so I, I could see them being maybe. maybe a little bit more select. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's you know it's one of those weeks where they're like. You know, the special teams coach says to Sean, he's like, I watched the tape. I think I think Taysom can get one this week. Yeah. 
Right. That's and a then, great call. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's it, how it plays out. But I also think as games increase in importance, oh, yeah. that's all that's all out the window. Yeah. You know, if it's a playoff game, I, sorry, you're covering every kickoff. Yes. Get out there. <laughs> Yeah, you're covering every kick. You're on every every kick team this week, Taysom. Yeah, yeah. We're, Sorry, we're not we're not paying eight million dollars for you to watch. Yeah. Um, so that was Sean Payton on Taysom. We got more Taysom sound coming up, but Sean Payton also said uh, he talked. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. About uh, Rankins again. You know, and we've said, hey, we've been surprised that Rankins been looking really good. And he apparently looked really, really good today. But Sean Payton is like... I'm not surprised. I think so, and yet I think realistically back in the winter when we're projecting when players will be healthy and when we see them being able to, to be in uh, technically full go, this this was uh, expected. Uh, he's someone that is, is a tireless worker. Um, he spent a lot of time in his recovery and rehab here, and, uh, you know, uh, it's I'm encouraged to see him move around because, you know, he's, he's a – a big plus for us inside, not only versus the run, but particularly, you know, in the passing situations. I just want you to be loud wrong about Rankins. Andrew, you've said you don't expect anything from him this year, and you've just been gloating like a son of a bitch about winning the UDFA adopted son <laughs> draft last year. So you need me to be wrong at some I need you to be I need you to be wrong. But if you're wrong, it's good for the Saints, so it's a win yes. it's a it's a win all around for everybody. I think I still stick by what I said. It's great that he's had some good practices, but I and, and I, I expect Sean Payton to say that. But I just feel like if they expected him to be healthy and if this was all part of the plan, then why was he a shell of his former self last season? You know, if it was so easy to recover from an injury and that you would just yeah. expect that on yeah. a certain given date, he's back to being Sheldon Rankins just like that. 
and you can he can go back to assuming he's going to give you the same well, standard I'll say, quality than what happened last year. I'll say this: the whole I, season he wasn't like that. I think I think the Alex Okafor recovering from the same injury spoiled us. That Achilles injury is usually a two-year injury for players. That's like, fair, he, except didn't he injure it all over again? No, he he he. They found he had the bone, so they had to do. They had to. They did the surgery to prevent him from like bl- rupturing it again so like they it, they kind of like tear it and do it but it's basically was like a preventive surgery to have it happen again so we'll see i just need you to be wrong andrew that's what i want i want yeah, se- yeah. i want I eight mean, sacks is- i want eight sacks from sheldon rankins and i just want to play loud wrong sound bites uh, well i and like you said i i would welcome it because <laughs> i want nothing more I mean, I've said this already. Like, I how could you root against Sheldon Rankins? It's not even yeah. just what he brings to the Saints on the field because he's a devastating player. When he's right and he's playing his best, he is ridiculously good, ridiculously good. And besides that, off the field, I love the dude. He is gives great interviews. He's super smart. He's funny. You you can just tell he's a great guy in the locker room for the Saints. And he's a first-round draft pick, so it just makes the Saints look better with their decisions if he does well. So, you know, the only negative that I'll say about Sheldon Rankins, the only bad thing I'll ever say about him, is that he shares an alma mater with Jeff Duncan. I feel like Ugh. that's like a strike against him. It's two uh, strikes but, in my book. Yeah, two yeah. strikes, yeah. So he he's he's on thin ice. He's swinging with two strikes on him, but uh, no, seriously, though, he's, he's awesome, and it, nothing would make me happier. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost. Of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Well, and, he, and the last Peyton soundbite before we get to Taysom and C.D. Deuce is he mentioned, somebody asked him about um, Adam Troutman and look, he was he was a guy we were all hyped about. The Saints did the mini Ditka, gave up all their picks to get him. Uh, but Sean Payton uh, talked about where he is uh, in camp so far. He's working on that. I, I'd say he's probably a little further along in the passing game, and yet, uh, man, he's he's grinding on on these installs. I think he he's a, a good study, and so a lot of that is is time on task, and and uh, you know we see improvement each day. So. Uh, I've been encouraged with the camp he's had. He was talking about blocking there. I don't give a shit about tight end blocking. I just don't. Like it's like it's like it's like corners they got Josh and tackling. Hill for that. What? They got Josh Hill for that. Yeah, like like I just like people obsess about Tra- like Troutman. His NFL career is not going to be defined on if he can block. It's going to be defined if he can get open and catch fifty balls. Like I just tackling for def- for tackling for corners. Blocking for tight ends, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, this isn't the eighties. Yeah. yeah, like unless no, unless the, unless it's a tight I, end I, and I his entire job is blocking, then I care about it. But like, if it's tight end you draft to catch the ball, like I don't care if he can block. 
I, I just think he's going to have to block to see the field this year because they already have one tight end that's their primary pass catcher yeah. and Jared Cook. You know, and they and by the way, I mean Josh Hill and Taysom Hill are both guys that not only can catch the ball but are tremendous blockers. So I just think there's a barrier to getting on the field unless he can kind of do it all. Yeah, I, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna make the team. He's gonna and hopefully he's gonna redshirt and he's not gonna do much. Like they're lo- they're loaded at tight and they're loaded everywhere. But just, yeah. just don't don't freak out if Troutman is inactive a ton. That means everything's going perfect for the year at tight end. Like if he's inactive a bunch of weeks, just don't sweat it. It's just like a redshirt year. Um, yeah, so, that's well said. Yeah. So they talked to Taysom today, and and he. Uh, he had some really interesting things to say, I thought, in his interview. Um, the one interesting thing, the first interesting thing was he's kind of, he's like, he's like us. He's sad that they're not going to have uh, preseason games. It's a little disappointing, you know, not having preseason games for a guy like me because it really is an opportunity to make sure that I'm getting live, live reps, game time reps um, in, in those games. But I think right now the focus is making sure that I take every practice rep that I get like it's a game situation, um, make sure that I go out to practice, having everything ready to go. Um, and, and I think we've really done a nice job this year of treating practices, you know, like game reps, making sure we're taking care of each other. But even if it's not a full speed tempo, making sure mentally um, we're sharp, I'm sharp uh, as a quarterback to make sure that when we get to these, uh, these first games, we're ready to go. Yeah, so I mean, he he understands like to to be good at football, you got to play football, you know, espe- especially at quarterback, Andrew. It's disappointing. I mean, honestly, I, he knows he's going to make the team, so I get that it would be nice for him to have reps. I get that in a perfect world he'd be able to do some of that stuff, but I don't know. I I think it's way worse for the Chase Hansons the. <laughs> Oh, completely. The, you know, the he, guys that want to put tape out there to try to make others. He mentioned that, you know, he he mentioned that actually a specific soundbite that I didn't use. He said, look, he's like, I feel terrible for those guys. And he and he said flat out, he's like, you know, if this was my situation where they didn't have preseason games in 2017, I probably wouldn't be here. Like, I, you right. got to have you got to have the tape to make the team. You got to have these games like th- these. I mean, this that's is, how. Yeah, that's exactly that. Taysom's tape is what got him picked up off waivers. Yeah. So yep. the other thing that he meant, the other couple of sound bites that I have from Taysom, he mentioned about um, his off season and how he, he, he tried to prepare knowing that this year was going to be um, different uh, for him. As I get into the off season, I'll tell you my focus is really on becoming as good of a quarterback as I can. You know, I would say through my workout and stuff, I make sure that I try to implement enough you know, strength training, conditioning to make sure that I'm, I can do all the things that I'm asked to do. But right now is kind of a special time for me where I, I get to hone in, really learn from Drew on the field, learn from the coaches, be coached hard. And, um, you know, it, it is a really fun time for me um, to do that. And um, I think as we look forward to the season, we all know that there's going to be different things to what I'm doing. Um, but I also think that 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 can continue to to expand as as well, and uh, maybe it means a little more quarterback um, looking into the future of the season. Um, but some of those things we'll just continue to see how it, how it plays out. 
You know, it was interesting. His tone is that he 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 clearly, you can see it from that he clearly he wants to be a quarterback. He loves it. He, that's what his he wants his future to be. But he still totally embraced this role. And the last soundbite I want to play from Taysom, and this was really interesting, Andrew, is he talked about how his role with the Saints. The last couple of years, he's been able to practice it, right, in campus. But when he first got there, they just sort of did it on the fly. You know, as I've had conversations with other position coaches, you know, the, the way that this whole thing started was I never really did it in training camp. This was a, you know, an experiment that happened in the middle of the season. So as we look at how that evolved, you know, I wasn't practicing this in training camp. I just kind of went and did it. And I think that we've just kind of adopted that mentality I think as we've, you know, as we're getting closer to game time, um, I'll start to, to take a few more reps doing different things. Um, just so, you know, as we, the week leading up to Tampa is not the first time that I'm doing some of this stuff. Listen, we stuff this podcast with ads like Jonathan Sullivan used to stuff his face with hot dogs during the pregame for Saints games. If you don't like the ads, sign up and become a patron today. Patrons get access to this podcast ad free. No ads ever. And they get the Booze Bundle welcome box, four swag items, amazing, and a Saints player card, and you get access to the Discord channel. Why wouldn't you do it? It's 10 bucks. You're practically making money. So do it today. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up to become a patron. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. Andrew, I feel like we need to refire up the, uh, the Taysom Hill hype train because it feels like it, it was only a couple of months ago but it feels like a thousand years ago where like we're, we were like is another team gonna sign when the saints gonna get a first round pick for him is, is drew gonna retire is he gonna be the guy like that consumed pro football talk every single day it consumed this podcast every day and we give you people what you want we know that when we put Taysom in the headline we get 45% more traffic. It's just a fact. But I feel like we need to f- – it's just like, hey, hey, I ain't going to lie. Give, sure. the people, give the people what they want. And you want you want people you want to you hear about Taysom. We give you what you want. Um, so I feel like we need to fire up the Taysom hype train. It's been, it's been laying low. We need to re-fire it yeah. up. It's interesting that they got Tommy Stevens this year. And, you know, I, you often hear on the broadcast, like, which team is going to develop the next Taysom Hill? And you hear about Jalen Hurts. Could he be a guy that maybe does some of those things? And here's the thing I'll say about Taysom. I think it's one thing. I think what he's kind of explaining in that in that interview kind of says it all about how special of a talent he is because this wasn't scripted. This wasn't prepared. This was all just like, throw things at the wall and see what sticks. This, these were all experiments. They were just like, here, go out there and, and try to cover this kick. Try to tackle this guy. You're a quarterback, but try to go tackle this guy. And here, go run this route and go catch this pass, even though you're a quarterback. And I don't think people understand, like, he's never done any of those things. He's a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. he, he did not practice this at BYU. So he just went out there and did it on an NFL field. And was awesome at it. And I, I don't think people appreciate enough just how unique and ridiculous it is that Taysom Hill can do all those things. And it takes being a quarterback in stature, but lifting the most weights of anyone in the in, in the locker room. Like he's the strongest guy on the team, pound for pound. And you know, it's just like he 
he is a freak. And I just think we'll, we'll see what happens with Tommy Stevens. I mean, I'm hopeful that he can help his team in some ways. But I just think you talk, you hear Jalen Hurts, you hear Tommy Stevens. And, you know, I know NFL teams maybe wanted to do with Tebow what the Saints did with Taysom Hill. And Tebow wasn't really willing to do that stuff. That's he really the, wanted to just be a thing. quarterback. That's the thing in my mind that separates Taysom from all these other guys. Taysom has a willingness to do this in a way yeah. other guys have not. Tebow, you know, the only exception, the only other guy I would point out, now he was different than Taysom. Uh, you know, he, he did different things on the field. Uh, but I would say that, you know, Devin Hester and Cordell Stewart were both, you Cordell know, just Stewart. annex players, you know, where yeah. they, you could put them in the slot as a receiver. You know, Devin Hester played some defense at corner. Cordell Stewart was a quarterback. He was a he ran routes out of the slot. So like they had some X factor specialty plays. But I, I think Taysom Hill is, is better than both of those guys in the sense that he and he's done kickoffs too. By the way, he's been a kickoff returner. But I just think he can handle the football. He's explosive. But on top of that, he's strong enough. He's big enough to run a dude over to block. So like he's got. I think I, I think his skill set is more transmittable to more positions in well, football. He, it's just more he, football equipment. He does something that I've ne- I have seen no one that has attempted this, what Taysom does. And, and maybe I'm wrong and somebody in the, in the Discord channel or whoever will correct me. No one has looked like Taysom has looked when he's been a receiver. Taysom Hill, if, I, if, if you saw his highlight reel from 2019 and I said to you, He's an H-back. And I didn't mention quarterback at all. You'd be like, totally. He does not look like a quarterback trying to play wide receiver. And, yeah. you know, Tebow didn't do it. But, uh, you know, you mentioned Cordell and different guys. They they all look like that. The only guy maybe I could think of is, is Randall L. He turned into a receiver, right? And he was a quarterback in college. He's probably the only guy that – when he went from quarterback to another position, he totally looked natural at that position. Uh, yeah. But but Taysom, his it's his willingness. Tebow, teams were desperate for him to do this, and he's like, no, I'm a quarterback. I play quarterback. You know, Tebow could have Tebow, maybe not to the level of Taysom Hill because Tebow was wasn't as fast and as athletic as. Taysom is he just wasn't but Tebow could have done this if he wanted to other guys could have done this they just he just didn't they don't want to and Taysom has been like cool I'll do it and I'll just this will be my bridge to get my shot at quarterback and he's that's and also how he, I think he loves his teammates he loves yeah. football he loves being on the field all that stuff so well, yeah that that's a big part of it too but well and that leads me to yeah. my CDD CD, CD deuce aka CJ Garner Johnson uh he talked about – they asked him about Taysom, and I thought his excitement about Taysom is a good sign that if Taysom takes over the team and gets a shot, like guys gravitate towards him, guys sort of love him, and that's what you need out of a quarterback. But here, here's C.D. Deuce on uh, Taysom. Get ready to get physical because you know it's like that guy, he's a tough – he's athlete. He's ultimate competitor. He's a definition of uh... – of a Saints player in the Saints way, somebody who's going to get it done regardless on offense, special teams, which is considered all a defense. Somebody that you got to really 
take home to because that's a guy that really gets the team going with how he plays. And you can see last year, I think it was Minnesota. You know, we was down, made a couple big big runs, big plays, and sparked the whole team and got everybody going. So a guy like Taysom is somebody you can really rally around because you see him make plays on special teams with block punch. You see him do a lot of things. So, so yeah. So I just think – I'm I'm excited. I felt like today we needed to refire up the Taysom Hill uh, hype train. I hope we've done it. If we don't get it, well, two- I'm 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 glad that he got some good sound bites, and I'm glad CD Deuce is speaking highly of him because the the reality is his practices have been kind of dog shit the last week, and he from from all reports like he hasn't <laughs> been doing that well, uh, which I think is okay because I I think if anything. Taysom Hill is being forced to be something he's not uh, during this training camp and all training camps, really like he, he, his value and, and really his uh, asset to the team is, is in that he can be super versatile and be moved around and do all these crazy things. And you don't really get a taste of that in camp. He's just really trying to be a quarterback. So I mean, even if he was a full-time quarterback, like he would still be out of the pocket. Like I, I think they would design the offense completely differently. I think Sean Payton would be calling a completely different set of plays, maybe even a different playbook. You know, if Taysom Hill was his guy behind center, I, I just think the whole thing would be different. I, I think Taysom, and I think it's important we remember this, when he plays quarterback at training camp, he's trying to run Drew Brees' offense, you know? And so yeah. I just think – once you get in the season and he's on the field, everything that's scripted for him is specific to his skill set. And I just think it's important we keep that in mind and not be too critical um, of, you know, maybe him having a bad practice here or there. But uh, I, yeah, so I don't know. It's good that we're talking good about him because he's going to be such an asset. We know this. He's going to be so huge this season, um, even if he's not having great practices right now. You know, and, the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in the dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 nail kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrants, antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that's designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to manscaped.com, check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. We'll get to the specifics on practice in a minute, but the last CD Deuce, a.k.a. CJ Garner Johnson quote I want to play, soundbite, is, you know, I talked I talked earlier about how a defensive back, I don't give a shit if they can tackle. The, the thing that I want most in a defensive back, and it sort of kind of, some fans, it can rub them the wrong way, 
I want my corners and defensive backs to be arrogant sons of bitches because you get thrown on and you got to forget it and you got to move on. You have to have ridiculous confidence. And let me tell you, Garner Johnson, he's got it. Coach Payton drafts me for a reason to be a dynamic player. That's what I did last year. And this year I'm going to keep doing the same thing, keep improving mentally as a person, as a player, and just go out there and focus on my job and do what I got to do because at the end of the day, I know I'm, I'm good at what I do, so there's no need for me to continue to, to try to out, outdo myself, if that makes sense. See, I, Andrew, I like that. I like the fact that he's patting Tariq Cohen on the head. I need that in my defensive backs. I need that arrogance. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll talk some trash. Uh, he's a fun player, man. He, he's fun. He's good, like he said. And no, I, I think it's the right attitude. It's the right uh, approach. I, I, it's it's kind of like a closer in baseball. We've talked about this before, where you, you have to have that that kind of uh short-term memory you know you get burned on a play yeah the quarterbacks if the quarterback feels like he can burn you he's going to go right back after you on the next play so you've got to have a short-term memory put that behind you and then quickly get ready for the next throw um so you know i i it's funny sterling moore you know the the noted saints player sterling moore like as much as he struggled sometimes and he was by no means a superstar for the saints I always respected him because, you know, he, he as a veteran taught a lot of younger Saints corners, and especially when things were going bad. I, I feel like there, there was a couple weeks there where they had a good stretch, and Sterling Moore was just telling his players, look, like, I'm going to give up plays. I'm 5'8", I'm 5'9", I'm like, there's bigger receivers than me. Like, I'm going to give up plays. Like, I can't stop everything, but I'm going to keep it in front of me. I'm going to make sure I make the tackle, and I'm going to live to see another day. And you know what? If they complete five passes on me on a drive and they get in the red zone, but then I pick the ball off in the end zone and give the ball back to our offense, then it's all the same as a three and out. We stop yeah. them, you know? And so I think that's kind of that that's coming from a guy that obviously has nowhere near the skill set or the, the talent mm-hmm. that CD yeah. Deuce has. But I, I do think it's important for all athletes to have that mentality. So it's it's a it's a good trait to have. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. You know, uh, as far as practice today, a bunch of guys. Alvin Kamara missed. Montgomery. Cesar Ruiz. Although Sean Payton said he he should be back quickly. Ramchek missed again. That's a little bit concerning now. Andres Pete, we know his issue. Davenport. Jenkins. Bond. Chicolo, dude, I, he, I don't see how he makes it. He hasn't practiced at all. Like, and uh, Jalen, Jalen Dalton, of course, who, who got hurt. Um, is Chicolo like? Is he on a ventilator? Like, is he on a breathing machine? Is he like? like what's yeah, going on with Chicolo, man? Like, yeah, like, like he, is, is he even here? Like, is he, <laughs> is he even I here mean, tonight? why? Why is he? Does he continue to keep a roster spot? I, I don't get it. Like. There's two weeks left now, man. They got two weeks left in camp before the Bucks. Like, what's the point? Why is he still here? Why are you here? Um, yeah. <laughs> but as far as, you know, camp today, uh, Patrick Robinson has been putting back, just stacking good practices back to back to back. I think he's getting to where he's a lock. You know, and there's another guy that people mentioned, uh, and Sean Payton talked a little bit about him, but I didn't use the sound, uh, DJ Swearinger is a guy that we kind of forget about, you know, the Saints on him. He's one of those dudes that, you know, he's older, but he's the same sort of mold as, as Garner Johnson in that he can play all these different spots. And I wonder if his versatility will get him a roster spot or get him one of those seven veteran spots on the practice squad. Yeah, I think he probably makes the team. And, you know, I, that that's the value add with Swearinger and Patrick Robinson. Both of those guys are able and willing special teams guys. You know, that's yep. how you make the team even as an older player. Um, but, you know, the draft pick, Saquon Hampton, he's uh, he, he's kind of on notice, I think. You know, I, I, it looks like Swearinger's about to take a spot because the thing is, JT Gray, you know, as good as he is on special teams, I think he's going to be tough to unseat. So, you know, look, it's good to have veterans back there because the thing is, if something were to happen to Malcolm Jenkins or Marcus Williams, you want a guy that's playing well but has also been in the league, has started games, knows what to do, 
Uh, I, I just feel like that's probably a better situation for you as a backup than Saquon Hampton, who's a, you know, second year in the league and was on IR most of the last year. So uh, I, I think it's going to be a tall order for Hampton to make this team. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, Nick Underhill did his 53-man roster, and he didn't have any UDFAs on the yeah, making the 53. Yeah, I saw that. Not a one. It's not a one. So, um, I don't know, man. If, not if, that surprising, you know, honestly, no, it's in not. the sense that, I mean, the deck is definitely stacked against those guys. Uh, you know, the UDFA battle that we have, that's going to be weird. We're going to have to decide the victor based on who gets elevated to the roster of like week nine and makes <laughs> make, has one carry, you know, or one tackle. So that, that may be all it it's takes. It's going to be weird. Year. It's going to yeah, be – I think we're going to have to like – like like if nobody makes the roster, we're going to have to like have like a special like segment on the big show where we decide the criteria of who <laughs> wins, you know, because like is it is it most weeks active? Is it is it you make a play? Like we're going to have to – we're going to have to come to some criteria if, if, if we go 0 for 4 uh, on the 53. I don't know. It can't be snaps because, you know, little Jordan Humphrey – he saw plenty of snaps last season, and there's just no way in hell he should have won based on his contributions. He did nothing. Dave somewhere is listening to this podcast, and he just cursed and shook his fist and said, Jude, you're going to get it. You are going to get it Sunday night. He takes notes. He does. He listens. He puts the notes well, I don't think phone. he's been listening this week because usually I get angry text messages from him. <laughs> or, you know, he'll bring it up on a podcast or something. Yeah. But it's been radio group, silence for Dave. Text. I don't know what's going on with him this week. Maybe he's hanging out in the same basement slash cave with Anthony Ciccolo. Maybe he's been <laughs> hanging out with him somewhere and they're off the grid. But uh, I have not heard from Dave, so I feel like he's been ignoring this this week. Yeah, probably. Um, so, listen, before we get out of here, we got to do – uh, people's favorite thing. Oh, by the way, to everybody in my Twitter feed, uh, Skooks did a, did a did a joke about how they have uh, they had more because Morgus the Magnificent died yesterday, and Skooks made a joke that they had tapes where Jim Morrow played Morgus, and I made a joke <laughs> about we don't watch uh, meaningless horror films here. Maybe you do, but we don't. And then everybody jumped in my Twitter mentions and just turned Jim Mora quotes into Morgus quotes. And it's, it was just amazing. Like, so it brightened my day. So I appreciate, I appreciate that. Um, but of course, I, I was, I was just shocked to hear that he was still alive until <laughs> yesterday. I, I was, I was shocked. Morgus, Morgus was old when I watched him and I was like a 10 year old kid. Yeah. I was so. like, Wow. Yeah, 20, that was surprising. 2020 nice, is the, nice long life. Yeah, 2020 is the worst, though. It is the, the worst. The worst. So the worst. we got, we got to do everyone's favorite uh, 2020 training camp tradition. They want to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. So Andrew, you gonna, who you who gonna play this? the soundbite? I did. It, they want to uh, bring him to camp. Oh, he looks like a star oh. of the day for the Saints. Uh, star of the day. I'm gonna give it to P, P- Rob. Patrick Robinson. I feel like I've been getting, giving it to a lot of cornerbacks, but they want to bring him. Uh, look, the, it's the Nick Underhill tweet that sold me. He he said that Patrick Robinson is on fire. Uh, he got another pick today, and uh, it's he actually had a terrible camp last year. Still made the team, still contributed a little bit last year, but his camp was bad, and he was coming back from an injury. Uh, he he comes into camp healthy this year, and it's. Good to see him. He, you know, we know he can be a pretty good player, actually. 
uh, if he's right. And so maybe he'll have kind of like that Zach Streif season at 33 where he actually pulls a healthy season together and has the best year of his career. I would love to see that from Patrick Robinson. And um, it's great to see. I'll give it to him. They want to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. I heard it that time. My star of the day is CeeDee Deuce. I love the soundbite. I love the arrogance. That dude is ready. He's gonna. He's gonna be. He's gonna be really, really good this year. And I know uh, this roster. This this roster is so good, Andrew. We just for like guys, they just pop up and then go down. Like I, I, this. People said, you know, at the beginning, they're like, well, they said that about 2014, and that roster ended up not being the greatest ever, and so we don't want to say that. But uh, this roster. That is the most negative. <laughs> they, they got 16 games ahead of them. 16 <laughs> games. That is the most negative thing. I hate that. I hate, hate, hate to see that, Fletcher. So, Anyway, guys, thanks for joining us. By the way, the star of the day thing, I mean, I feel like it's implied that uh, that the answer is this time and always will be Craig Robertson. But because (laughs) that's implied and we all understand that, I'm just giving you my second best player of camp today. Yeah. So, guys, consider – don't consider it. Do it. Sign up for the podcast. Get access to the Discord channel. Access to the podcast ad-free. And you are contributing to helping hurricane relief uh, for people in Lake Charles uh, because of the devastation of Hurricane Laura. So do it. Sign up today. And and we'll get you the booze bundle. You'll have it for the whole season. It'll make Saint season more fun. So, guys, thanks for joining us. And we will see you Sunday night on The Big Show. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.